Hello there and welcome to another episode of the Whiskey Wonder Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Lewis. Thanks for tuning in today. I appreciate that so much. You know, I know this is what everybody's been waiting for, right? Everybody's been waiting for the last podcast I did. I talked about the Mayo Clinic article and talked about how to go to my doctor this week. And I know that's what everybody's been waiting for, right? How, what were the results? How were my results of my physical? What were the results of the test? And did whiskey really help my HDL, you know, the good cholesterol I read about by the Mayo Clinic? And uh, it's funny because I had a discussion with my mom about that. And my mom, I said, Mom, I do the podcast. I said, I talked about the Mayo Clinic. And she said, uh, be careful what you say. I said, Mom, I'm quoting the Mayo Clinic. It's not just my opinion on, on, on the whiskey here and on the Mayo Clinic. And because for those that have to go back to the, to the article by the Mayo Clinic, that the podcast I talked about that really drinking whiskey actually helps um, bring and raise your HDL, good cholesterol. And so anyway, uh, I said, Mom, but I read it from the Mayo Clinic. I've read things from Harvard University and other studies, and it's not just my opinion on certain various topics of health and whiskey that I talk about, quote from other sources. And what's interesting is because then uh, when I saw my doctor actually uh, on Monday this week, and he said, well, your cholesterol level, well, it could be it's not too bad. It wasn't the best number, but it wasn't that bad either. And so then the LDL, which is the bad cholesterol, that number, he said, well, we like that number lower, but again, not too bad of a number. But here's what gets me is my doctor has never, ever, 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 ever used the word great in a sentence about my health. Maybe it's the McDonald's cheeseburgers too much. I don't know. But uh, I balance it out, as I said before. I don't have the milkshakes and fries and pies and all those kind of things. Uh, I'm pretty careful what I eat at restaurants. But my doctor has never used great. And, you know, he looked at the HDL number, the good cholesterol number on my, on my physical and the blood lab work. And he said, this number, my HDL number he's talking about, he says, this number is great. I thought, wow, my doctor has never used great before, ever, and anything health-wise. And so, and I just thought, wow, that's tremendous. So I need to go and have myself uh, a celebratory beverage or some extra shots of whiskey then, because I thought that was great. I really appreciate hearing the good news from the doctor. So I can definitely say that I'm gonna keep drinking uh, that whiskey to help my HDL. See, that is uh, very medicinal for me and I really, appreciate and like the results. So uh, thank you, whiskey and all that good stuff. And of course, the article from the Mayo Clinic did talk about other things to do too, to help your uh, health and cholesterol levels and all that kind of stuff too as well. But anyway, uh, I, I try to do my part to, to help out and I will have myself some extra celebratory shots of uh, whiskey to help my HDL um, this week as a celebration. But anyway, I just thought uh, share that news with you because I know some were wondering about what were the results and that was the results. Uh, I could celebrate maybe uh, with a, a nice movie uh, or something uh, like that. I could probably uh, do that, uh, a nice movie. Uh, those of you, I know I talked about movies, right, with John Wick. Remember John Wick's favorite um, beverage of choice when he's drinking his uh, Blantons, right, in the John Wick series. But, you know, uh, movies, 
I know sometimes it's a pastime we like to do. There's a lot of whiskey in movies, right, being representative. And one movie that comes to mind, Skyfall, for you James Bond fans. Skyfall was uh, out in uh, 2012 and uh, starring uh, Daniel Craig as James Bond. Movie was a very popular movie. Grossed like, you know, over a billion dollars, like $1.1 billion. And very popular movie. And in the movie, not to give too much away, but towards one of the scenes in the movie, where uh, Javier um, Bardem is in the movie as the bad guy, and he's out there with the girl, and she's tied up, and, and Daniel Craig is there in his nice suit and sunglasses. And interestingly enough, what was the whiskey, as Javier Bardem mentioned right in the movie? He mentioned James Bond's favorite whiskey as he was pouring. Remember that part of the movie he was pouring? Uh, some shots of whiskey. Yeah, it was the uh, Macallan, the 50-year-old Macallan. So the Macallan, 50-year-old, and uh, is what he was pouring. And uh, I thought, wow, there you go. And uh, it was definitely the one that says like 1962 on the bottle. So fabulous product. Very expensive product, by the way. You're not going to just go find any liquor, local liquor store, that's for sure. But uh, the Macallan 50 years. This was a bottle, actually. They called the Macallan Skyfall Edition. And it actually sold in back, I believe it was in uh, 2013. It actually sold uh, for a charity. And it helps, of course, when you have Daniel Craig signing, of course, who played James Vaughn. And, and uh, of course, uh, Javier um, Bardem uh, signed it as well. And that was a bottle that the McAllen uh, gave. Of course, it wasn't the exact one from the movie, but it was uh, another one of the same type that was in the movie. And, of course, when uh, James Bond, of course, um, Daniel Craig and Javier Bardem signed the bottle, that really helps bring up the value as well. But anyway, at auction, it was for charity. And this was back in uh, 2013. And it actually sold. They had an auction. Uh, for charity and it sold for 9,600 pounds and of course when we convert that into US dollars for those of us listening in the United States that would be $12,566.40 so uh, pretty expensive I'm not going to be buying any uh, <laughs> I can definitely say I'm not going to be buying any uh, McAllen Skyfall edition uh, this is 1962 on the bottle that was the nice uh, definitely uh, James Bond, his favorite whiskey, as the bad guy said, right, in, in the movie Skyfall, that uh, 50 year in the Callan. So uh, definitely a 50 year old uh, McAllen whiskey. So James Bond favorite. And uh, maybe you can check that out when you watch Skyfall, be looking for that part uh, of the movie. So John Wick with Blanton's and James Bond with the McAllen, right, 50 year old. Since 1962 on the bottle, um, they got some pretty good tastes there. Now, for me personally, uh, those of us everyday whiskey uh, drinkers or every other day or however you do it, uh, basically there's an article that I liked from the spruceeats.com. There's an article by Colleen Graham. Uh, she's a cocktail expert, professional bartender, and cookbook author with over 10 years of experience in the food writing world. And she has an article that's actually dated the 13th of this month, uh, August 13th. And it's interesting. They had their uh, article that she has here, the 10 best cheap whiskeys to drink in 2020. 
and this is more my style of, of whiskey, the everyday, what I call like the everyday whiskeys that most people can go to a liquor store and find and, you know, probably be, you know, under $30, you know, that kind of a thing, or not too much over $30, and, uh, but generally under 30 and they had their top picks. I want to share with you some of their top picks uh, that they had. Uh, was the uh, best overall was Old Granddad Bonded Bourbon Whiskey. That was their best overall pick uh, for whiskey that they had for the best overall. And again, these are the 10 best cheap whiskeys to drink in 2020. Their best bourbon they had was Old Forester 86 Proof. And I have some of that here uh, where I live, uh, my um, domicile where I live. But I but I do kind of, I really do like the 100, you know, for me personally, it's the 100 proof I like. But I want to go try some 86 proof again and maybe do a little taste test myself and and uh, see. Sometimes our palates change over time and kind of see uh, maybe which one I like better right now. But um, I've been leaning more towards the 100, but their pick was the Old Forester 86. That was for best bourbon. Best Irish whiskey was two gingers blended Irish whiskey. Best Canadian whiskey, their choice was Canadian mist whiskey. Best Scotch whiskey, I've talked about this one before if you listen to other podcasts of mine, The Famous Grouse, that should be a very familiar one. I talked about Grace Jones, Britain's oldest living, uh, not only um, female, but living person in all of Britain at the time when she was 112, who started drinking whiskey at age 50 and kept drinking another 62 years later until she died at 112. And uh, she died actually last June. But the famous grouse was her choice. I love that picture of Grace Jones there in her uh, place where she lived in a nice chair. And there's the table with a picture of the famous grouse uh, located next to her. So Britain's oldest woman. That's what she drank, the famous grouse. And I want to try that uh, as well. And that is generally definitely under $30 uh, for that. So you're going to find it in most liquor stores, at least in the area I live in Idaho. The liquor stores definitely going to be probably towards the second to last bottom shelf, somewhere around there. Uh, for, um, of course, it's not very expensive in the world of whiskeys, but definitely uh, affordable. I would think in comparison to, yes, our uh, McCalla 50 years, right? James Bond, the Skyfall edition we talked about. That sold for $12,566.40, right? That's way more expensive than what the famous grouse would sell for. They quote it as, they say, it's a delicious scotch that's moderately priced for everyday enjoyment. So, to me, that sounds, that sounds pretty good. Getting back to the best bourbon, though, when they talked about Old Forester 86, they said it was, uh, quote, a timeless bourbon. It's reliable, versatile, and will never let you down. So that's what uh, they were mentioning there. The best to drink straight, I've mentioned this one well before the article. Uh, you'll know this, best to drink straight, I recommend it numerous times. One of my favorites, Rebel Yell Bourbon Whiskey. Rebel Yell and uh, Bourbon Whiskey. They quote, with a high amount of wheat, the soft whiskey is best left just as it is. And so definitely that is a good one. And I enjoy that one. That one is the 80 proof, by the way. I like the 80 proof uh, Rebel Yell Bourbon Whiskey of 80 proof. So fantastic. And best uh, flavor, they actually did have best flavored whiskey, was the uh, Select Club Pecan Praline Whiskey. So that's what their choice uh, was. So anyway, um, I know that uh, I was cooking, because I know uh, this was an article, as I mentioned, 
by uh, Colleen Graham, and, and she's uh, you know author, you know cookbook author. And you know, I thought I've heard so much about cooking, you know, with like you know alcohol, whiskey, right? And remember, I, I I've joked with my friends before. I have a personal chef actually that cooks for me, and that's the kind of level of cooking I believe in. Uh, of course, my chef is uh, Chef Boyardee. Uh, beefaroni. Chef Boyardee makes a great beefaroni, by the way. But anyway, cooking is just, uh, it's too much for me. But anyway, I call it cooking from open of a can. But anyway, I thought, you know, one time when I, you know, tried to do a little bit better than just the canned stuff, uh, I, I made some spaghetti. And I went ahead and was, you know, putting the sauce in because I just like heat, heat, I do my spaghetti, make it, and then I go ahead and put the, you know, sauce on it, heat it up. And I thought I'd go to add some bourbon. I said, I need some whiskey on this thing, you know. And so I decided to hit some, uh, I think it was Jim Beam as a while ago. I think it was Jim Beam Extra Age Black is what I did. And they're a winner, the 2016 IWSC, by the way, for best uh, bourbon. And I thought, well, you know, so, because they're the best uh, trophy for best bourbon when they won that I, uh, WSC award in 2016. But uh, I, I know it's not a technical word, probably a bourbony, but I thought my spaghetti tasted way too bourbony and like the, the whole thing. I didn't know I added that much to it. So be careful if you're cooking with the, with the bourbon. You only need a little bit. And uh, I could taste that bourbon throughout everything, the sauce, the spaghetti. It was very bourbony, by the way. So, yeah, not much cooked out. I guess I used too much, but I, I, I have never written a cookbook, and uh, I don't plan on writing a cookbook with Chef Boyardee and, and um, you know, beefaroni and whiskey. I'm not probably going to do that, although there is some pretty good, you know, uh, whiskey, of course. Uh, Maker's Mark, right, to have with food. That was a great one for food. But anyway, I did want to share with you as we try to wrap up towards the end of this particular podcast, this edition of the Whiskey Winter Podcast, uh, I did want to share with you uprocks.com. They had an article on the, uh, they had an article by, um, actually dated the 17th, and it was titled, Our Tasting Notes on the World's Best Bourbon According to the International Wine and Spirits Competition by Christopher Osborne. And this is dated August 17th. And I will probably go back to this article later in another podcast, but I don't want to make this podcast too long. But uh, I was really impressed when I was reading about uh, quoting from the article, it says, Today brings us newly minted king of all whiskeys, and congratulations to Colonel E.H. Taylor single barrel bottled and bond straight Kentucky bourbon. And they say this bottle has been winning awards and finding itself in liquor cabinets all over the country for years. It's maintained a strong following and is part of a much lauded line of whiskeys. So, anyway, um, they say it's also theoretically affordable, retailing for around $70, but good luck finding it anywhere, uh, finding it for anywhere even close to that price now that it's been uh, awarded. Uh, actually, it was awarded, wow, I was so impressed by this. The article mentions 99 out of 100. That Wow, I've, I don't think I've ever read anything that high. 99, I mean a lot of 98s, 97s, those kind of things, but a 99 99 out of 100 by the judges at the International Wine and Spirits Competition, the IWSC. And they use a double blind method uh, in their tasting. So congratulations to Colonel E.H. Taylor's single barrel bottled and bond straight Kentucky bourbon. Uh, King of all whiskeys, as the article is saying, uh, winning 99 points out of 100 by the judges at the International Wine and Spirits uh, Competition. So congratulations uh, to them. Uh, for that, and uh, that is 
just uh, phenomenal, definitely phenomenal. So, as the article said, newly minted king of all whiskeys. Congratulations, congratulations uh, to them. I think that is fantastic. Colonel E.H. Taylor, single barrel. So, congratulations to them. But I didn't want to make this podcast too long. I appreciate uh, each and every one. And uh, welcome to Texas, newest state joining us on the podcast. I'll be talking about Matthew McConaughey and what he's been doing uh, in the world of uh, whiskey uh, later on and Texas and all those good things as well. So thank you. Welcome to those of you from Texas. Our podcast is growing and growing and growing. And I appreciate the time that we can spend together. Don't forget my friends at woodlab.co. They do wonderful charcuterie boards and woodwork. And they've actually made a barb or two. Uh, They're uh, fantastic. So don't forget my friends. I appreciate the time we can spend together. So hope you enjoy the podcast. And wherever you're listening from around the world, thanks for tuning in. And uh, remember, always drink safe, responsibly, and in moderation. Again, I appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you for the time that we can spend together on the Whiskey Wonder podcast. Feel free to write me at Whiskey Wonder. That's whiskey with an E, Whiskey Wonder podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in. And I always like to uh, end my podcast with cheers. Thank you.